0: Welcome to the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This is Sean Gaylord and this is This is episode 124 and this is the third episode in a row this week of digital carpool morning commute type of uh, episodes where during my long commute to the schoolhouse I invite you the listener to uh, ride shotgun uh, with with me and uh, we enjoy a virtual cup of coffee and as as we do in carpools um, perhaps talk perhaps chat perhaps share ideas and connections and carve out a good track uh, on our journey to uh, making a positive difference in in whatever schoolhouse or organization uh that is is lucky uh to have to have us right so i've been on a bit of a roll uh so to speak with uh three episodes in in a row because i I have a lot on my mind so uh please if you will fasten your seatbelts grab a cup of coffee and uh let's ride together in our digital carpool episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. As those of you who have tuned into the Principal Liner Notes podcast, perhaps all three of you, uh, you know that when I do a digital carpool episode, there are traffic noises in the back. My goal is to get an idea out in one uninterrupted live take as I am driving to the schoolhouse. So you may hear a pregnant pause. You may hear traffic noises. Uh, I really aim for this podcast to be a homegrown Comfortable experience for the listener. You have been so gracious as to have pressed play on this podcast, or download, or subscribe, and I'm grateful for that. And I want to do my best to make sure that this is a positive, and insightful, and inviting listening experience for you, the wonderfully gracious uh, listener of this podcast, so stay tuned for some ramblings on the Kinks. The Kinks are celebrating their 60th anniversary this year and they recently came out with a wonderfully curated collection of many of their hits and favorite album tracks and other, other just kind of nuggets and it's called uh, The Journey Part One and it has been curated by the three surviving original members of the band being Ray Davies Dave Davies and Mick Avery. And they provide liner notes and commentary. And you can track that down at your uh, friendly neighborhood uh, record store. It's on the BMG label. And you can find that in digital form or CD form uh, or even vinyl form. I uh, am an aficionado of vinyl um, albums and uh, always. Looking forward to spin uh, a copy of The Kinks on vinyl, and I've been thinking about this band uh, a lot lately. And uh, it was actually uh, triggered um, by something I saw on uh, on Facebook. Um, speaking of friendly neighborhood record stores, uh, I visit my friendly neighborhood record store in Winston-Salem, and that is Underdog Records, which is located on uh, Burke Street in, in the heart of uh, downtown Winston-Salem. And uh, the uh, the owner and founder of Underdog Records is, is a great bloke uh, by the name of Jonathan Hodges. And uh, in his... Um, facebook post actually underdog records has a facebook group in in which uh you just simply post uh, a picture of the album that you are uh, spinning and it's uh, meant to kind of build a community and camaraderie and kinship which is what you immediately feel when you walk into jonathan's record store uh on Burke street there's always a sense of community and, and a sense of kinship and, and interest and um it's, it's just a good place to be. I can't say that uh, for other record stores that I have visited over the years in various places, um, but but this place is very unique. Underdog is very unique and very inviting, and I do encourage a visit there. So anyway, Jonathan posted in the Underdog uh, Records Group uh, a copy of, of probably my favorite, favorite, favorite uh, Kinks album, and uh, that is the album entitled uh, Arthur, which is uh, which came out in 1969. It is uh, considered to be one of uh, the Kinks' uh, masterpieces. It's a concept album. Uh, it was to uh, serve uh, as the soundtrack uh, for a, a BBC television uh, show that that. Um, that never aired. Uh, that never. That was never filmed. Uh, the uh, Ray Davies was commissioned to uh, compose this album, and he pulled uh, the rest of the uh, bandmates together, and and they really just uh, pulled together a beautifully wrought uh, narrative uh, detailing uh, the impact of uh, the British Empire, the Commonwealth, uh, on uh, on this family, largely biographical in in many senses. And, and it's a great representation of the oeuvre of, of the Kinks. Um, now, when, when we talk about the Kinks, uh, perhaps the album Arthur does not come to mind. Uh, you might be thinking of, maybe, maybe you're thinking of some of their, their early hits from the 60s, songs uh, such as uh, You Really Got Me, uh, or, or All Day and All the Night, uh, or, or maybe a, a hidden gem from, from the 60s, uh, a song that I love and greatly appreciate, See My Friends. Maybe when, when we talk about the kinks here, you're, you're thinking of uh, their early 70s uh, hit, the, the great song Lola. Uh, which is an amazing, amazing song. Um, or, you know, maybe uh, when you think of the kinks, you think of the film uh, Avengers Endgame, where uh, the song uh, Supersonic Rocket Ship is used to uh, great effect in in that film. Maybe uh, you think of uh, the song Come Dancing, or the video of the same name Come Dancing. That's how I was introduced to the Kinks in 1984. Saw a video on um, on MTV when MTV was playing uh, videos and uh, the Kinks um, pulled together just a pitch perfect uh, video uh, that served as a, a wonderful film filmic companion to the song Come Dancing. A lot of Ray Davies's songs, and, and Ray Davies being um, the uh, rhythm guitarist and songwriter, uh, and um, arranger uh, for uh, for the Kinks, and wrote a lot of their their their, their great hits, and uh, he, he a lot of his songs just have this kind of narrative, theatrical, uh, filmic quality, and and they do translate so well. Uh, to the screen and and the stage. And and in fact, uh, Ray Ray Davies uh, wrote many albums, uh, especially in the 70s, that were uh, intended for stage production, uh, talking about um, albums such as Preservation Acts 1 and 2, uh, or Soap Opera, or Schoolboys in Disgrace. And uh, his, his music is... Is unique. The Kinks' music is unique. You can't pinpoint them. I mean they've been around for 60 years and this is a band that did not, in my opinion, compromise. They did not compromise to fads. They did not compromise for the status quo in order to to make hits. This is a band that very much followed their own news and their heart. And, and firmly uh, footed in and, and comfortable in in the skin of, of themselves as as a band um, I think about an album such as Village Green Preservation Society which came out in 1968 it's an album that does not uh, reflect 1968 and, and all of the the, the, the psychedelia uh, or, or acid rock or or uh, any of the um, the, 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 the kind of, uh, the, the patois, if you will, of, um, can't believe I used the word patois in a a real sentence. Oh my gosh. I'm such an English major geek. Uh, but anyway, um, it's an album that, that didn't kind of reflect the, 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 hip heyday. It's an album that, that, that is, uh, firmly rooted in nostalgia and, um, and a, and a Britishness, and 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 there's a pride about that. There's a there's a there's a critique of that, and the band, um, you know, can, can kind of hug hugs around that world. And it, you know, if you look at the Kinks, as you know, singles and and uh, songs that charted. I mean, they're not known for for having songs that that were hits. Yes, they had some hits. Come Dancing wasn't unlikely hit the song Lola was an unlikely hit and but yet there's just a string of albums that um, the the band recorded that that may be considered to be uh, flops in, in the sense of sales or or um, rock criticism and yet the band persevered on the band kept on the band played on and continued to explore their, their own sonic landscape and, and weaved a tapestry of songs that they wanted to record, that they wanted to hear, that somehow landed, you know, on, on the hearts and souls of listeners like me. Speaking of the Come Dancing video... Which I do recommend you, you you track down on on YouTube uh, or or maybe uh, uh, MTV will uh, will play it if uh, the folks on MTV hear it. Um, the video is is a nostalgic look is a or I see it as a nostalgic look uh, through the point of view of Ray Davies looking back on on his youth uh, and uh, his uh, his sister his sister's going to the local dance hall and uh the kinks uh are you know kind of uh planted throughout um the video and uh playing a a a version of themselves as 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 the band the kinks and then and then you see them in in a flashback uh you know playing in this uh this dance hall big band and Ray Davies plays uh this character known as the spiv, the spiv, S P I V, uh kind of a slang term for a ne'er-do-well, uh a hustler, uh you know somebody uh you know who's on the make, uh, may, maybe a bit of a con artist and uh there there's a slickness about them, uh you know maybe the 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 typical used car salesman um you know, stereotype is, is, is around is around the spiv and and you know, Ray Davies plays this this character in the past, you know, probably, you know, in, in the early fifties. And then and then he flashes forward in the eighties and you see him, you know, standing um, in disgust as he's still in this dance hall, but it's the eighties and, and, and things are modern and and there's rock and, 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 uh, punk rock and new wave. And and here's the spiv in, in this old, uh, you know, double breasted, pinstriped, uh, zoot suit type of, of thing. And he's still got his hair slicked back and, and he looks, uh, like he doesn't, he, he he stands out right amidst all of the the new wave folks and the makeup and and the the, the neon and and spiky hair and those things, and and he's just standing stoically in, in disgust, um, you know, thinking about what has happened to his dance hall, and and yet he, he's standing there with a, with a bit of pride and dignity, which which again I I kind of put that as as emblematic of the Kinks. Here's a band that. Recorded all of these albums, you know, uh, amidst uh, psychedelia and disco and, and and acid rock and heavy metal, and and yet they they are firmly entrenched in the comfort of their own skin as a band recording songs that do not necessarily subscribe to what is popular uh, of the era. Um, there's an expressionism there's an honest expressionism uh there's a perseverance amidst all of this and 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 you know somehow uh the band plays on the band perseveres and 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 it's probably a big reason why i love the kinks is they kept on they persevered um they they didn't have hits they they had flops and and yet um they um they still stood tall amongst uh, other bands and and, and other musical fads and trends uh, without compromise, without uh, settling on a different vision. Their vision was we're the Kinks, we are a band, we're gonna say whatever the hell we're gonna say and we're gonna do it in a way that we feel is honest and pure and sincere as, as a band. Uh, for our fans, for our listeners, for those of you that get our joke, for those of you that, that need a, a place to, to stand in, in, in safety and, and ideas and thoughts and expression. it's why I love the Kinks. Now, in the next segment, let's make a connection to why I feel this band is a great antidote against the imposter syndrome. We all have our doubts, and we all have our misgivings about our own value, and sometimes we subscribe to our old friend of comparison as being that thief of joy. Um, I've been down that road many times. Uh, you know, I'll do a podcast episode, and I think it's this this great statement I'm making, and. Uh, three folks listen to it, uh, or it doesn't resonate the way that, that I want it to, to resonate. Um, I may have an idea that I want to share, uh, with someone, you know, whether, whether it's in, in the schoolhouse or, or what have you. And I hesitate because I feel like it's not good enough, or I feel like I'm not good enough. Um, and or I'm writing something and, and it doesn't land the way that I want it to write or I hold back and you know I, I can go on and on. I don't, I don't want to fill this podcast with with all of all of my doubts and and uh, you know uh, flirtations with the imposter syndrome, but it's a real thing. And I feel it's important that that we're honest about it and and that we're straight up about it. And one way, to kind of combat those things is is to keep persevering. There is an art and science to to perseverance, and and for for many that is that is a challenge. This is easy, you know. I know that it is easier said than than done in in many many cases. But as I've been reflecting upon this week and. The, the notion that I've done a lot of digital carpool uh, episodes uh, I think I'm doing my own version of, of perseverance uh, Amidst uh, or against rather The grain, that that, that sharp grain of, of the imposter syndrome And I think The more that we put ourselves out there The more that we share, the more that we Create content that perseverance gives us a amplification, if you will, of courage. And I think of my my good friend Max Pizarro, uh, editor and writer, and he was on the podcast uh, a few months ago. And I remember years and years ago he was telling me about uh, writing and and how he. Would get all these rejection letters and and he said that he would take the rejection letters and hang them up like he invited them he was like all right then that that's just going to give me you know more fuel to create for every rejection letter that i get from a publisher or or editor um then that's that's just an invitation for me to do more i'm going to keep doing i'm going to keep plugging i'm going to keep pounding i'm going to keep fighting and I think about that, you know, with this podcast, I, you know, I, man, I put put something out there and I think it's going to land or I think it's going to resonate and it's crickets. Well, I'm going to use those crickets to just be, be my excuse to, to, to publish more, to put out more, um, in an uncompromising, uh, sincere way that's true to the vision. And I think about the kinks. If you look at their studio output, it's pretty vast. It's not just five, six, seven albums, which you know is pretty much the average for for a band. I mean, it's it's multiple albums. You know, in some cases, it's multiple albums over the course of a twelve-month or fourteen-month period. And and this notion of of perseverance, I I align with the Kinks. Um, I align with Ray Davies. I align with what, what he was trying to say. We're just going to keep going. We're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep expressing. Yeah. It, it may not sell. Yeah. It may not be, be on the top of the hit parade, but, but we believe in our relevance. We believe in the relevance of our vision. And we are in a band and, and we are fortunate that we have this opportunity to express ourselves as a band and we're going to keep doing it until until somebody says otherwise and if they do say otherwise we're still going to keep doing it. We're still going to keep recording. We're still going to keep producing. We're still going to we're going to stretch the boundaries of ourselves as a band and express ourselves in a way that is whole and and pure and and honest. And you see that? through through the canon of of the kinks i mean there's just so many just beautifully wrought moments i think of dave davies the lead guitarist uh for the kinks and and, and his beautiful song death of a clown i i think of uh you know kind of the flip side to the joy the, the 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 joyous nostalgia of of come dancing and and the follow-up hit don't forget to dance Uh, from the kinks. I mean, there's just a whole lot of inspiration within that band for those of us who may be wrestling with the imposter syndrome or wrestling with our own doubts and hesitations. Persevere. Keep creating, keep pushing, keep stretching, share those ideas, whether it's within uh, the confines of a podcast or or writing or blogging. Yes, there may there, there are going to be setbacks and, and folks that are gonna reject and and not understand and and not identify. But for every person that rejects or 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 doesn't want to play in the band with you, there's there is a person that wants to play in the band with you, and there is a person that that wants to hear what what you have to say. I also think too, um, the secret to the Kinks' success and how and how they persevere is they measured themselves not necessarily in terms of quantity, in terms of hits, in terms of spins, and they measured themselves in terms of the quality of their vision and was the quality of that vision sound and pure and did it connect and we have to remember that too in our own in our own pursuits in our own push to create content i can't think about it in terms of streams and downloads and five star ratings or uh accolades at a at a meeting or, or uh glad-handing and and uh, back-slapping, or what, whatever it may be. We have to think about it, in, or we have to think about the, the success as not necessarily quantifiable, but did we maintain the quality, the purity, the pure quality of our vision, and does it connect with others, and does it help make the world a better place? And when I think of the kinks, I think that their music is successful, not necessarily due to hits or number ones, but successful due to maintaining the quality of their vision and their music did help make the world a better place and they certainly uh, helped make my world a better place. And I'm thankful for their 60 years of perseverance. And I'm thankful for the impact that this band has had on my life and how they continue to inspire me and others and help make our world a better place. I would be remiss if I didn't mention um, Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks. It's a song I've referenced here on this podcast before, and it is considered to be one of their masterpieces. And it's a song that I have a great connection with. I remember my first year away from home and that song got me through a a bit of a period of homesickness and uh i thought um i would just mention that here and uh express my gratitude for a song and a band uh that i uh i cherish so there it is waterloo sunset go track it down add it to your record collection it'll make your day That's it for this episode of the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Grateful for our uh, ride into the schoolhouse together. I hope that wherever you land, that you are appreciated. And uh, up, uplifted as, as much as I appreciate and uplift you, dear podcast listener. Special thanks to the musical legacy of the Kinks and, and much gratitude for their perseverance and their maintenance of the quality of their vision. Their music has definitely helped make the world a better place and I am grateful for their impact. And I uh, look forward to continuing to meander around uh, the, uh, the canon of of the Kinks' work. Also, special thanks to Underdog Records, uh, my friendly neighborhood record store uh, in Winston Salem. Always grateful for the the peace and balance, and camaraderie, and an invitation that that record store gives for me and and thanks to jonathan hodges of underdog records uh for also persevering and and bringing music to so many folks and helping make our world a better place don't forget to share with the world your dreams your visions your ideas and don't forget to persevere uh in in our world i know it's not easy but you are making it happen, and you help make the world a better place. This is Sean Gaylor. This is the Principal Liner Notes podcast. I hope to catch you on uh, the flip side. Let's persevere together.